welcome to episode four of the Pound Podcast, your source for everything related to the webcomic Pound. I'm Tony Karnowski, writer of Pound starting with season two, and with me, as always, is... Orlando Caicedo, artist and co-creator of Pound. Right on, man. Now, I'm going to start off today just by, I want to remind everyone that the premiere of season two is next week, man. We're just a mere, what, three days as of this recording away? Yeah, oh my God, like it's... It's just around the corner. It's crazy, man. It uh, yeah. it felt like it was forever uh, about three months ago. It's like it's never going to get here, and of yeah. course it's here now. So, but uh, but yeah, just to, to remind everybody, uh, starting on October first, uh, season two will be uh, available for reading. Um, the first episode will be for free, and then if you're part of the uh, the Fast Pass program. Um, you can, I think it's an additional two or three episodes that you can read just right off the, the bat there. So, um, yep. and, uh, last bit of news here. If you have any questions about, you know, anything we talk about on this podcast or anything in the, the story, um, please, uh, you can add those onto the comment section on the Webtoon site, or you can email them to us at poundcastpodcast at gmail.com. Again, that is poundcastpodcast at gmail.com, and I'll add a link to that in the um, show notes. No, man, I feel like a used car salesman every time I say that. I'm like, this is... But anyway... No, I I think what I'm laughing at is the fact that we've had to change the the podcast name. And the fact that our email still is poundcast... (laughs) The fact that our email is still poundcast at... No, pound... What is it? <laughs> podcast. Poundcast. Like podcast. I was it just my rolls wife right and, off the tongue, just, man. I mean, yeah, I was telling my wife the other day about this, and I was just cracking up just trying to tell it to her. She's like, you guys. She was just like shaking her head. I mean, you know, I guess, you know, technically those things are free. I suppose we could create another one, but yeah. uh, whatever, you know. But no, no, it's good. It's good. Just keep it. <laughs> All it right. That's flavor. <laughs> All right. And, but, you know, with that, if you guys want to send us an audio question to that wonderful uh, uh, email address, uh, please uh, record it as an MP3 and uh, just send it to that poundcast podcast at gmail.com. Uh, but try to keep the clips under a minute. Otherwise, they're going to be too long for us to include. Um, yes. But that, that was all I had. Do you have anything else to add news wise this week? No, that's it. Um, yeah, just just super stoked about the, the premiere. And uh, hopefully we can get like a good a good lead in to the season. So yeah, I'm super excited, man. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll we'll do a little bit of shameless self-promotion here too, but, uh, you know, if you guys are listening to this, you're, you're, uh, you know, obviously a fan of the, uh, the comic or, um, you know, something that that brought you guys here. And we want to say thanks to you for that, but, uh, please, you know, help us out by, uh, you know, telling all your friends, um, and make sure you like, and subscribe those, those webtoon episodes, man. Yeah. And for all the people who have been, either sharing it or retweeting or whatever we just want to say like thank you yes absolutely we cannot thank you enough without you guys this we wouldn't be able to keep doing it so so in that uh that um the spirit of that we're going to move on into some comments questions um and for the record uh what we've been doing so far with this is we've just been going back through past comments for season one um, since, you know, we weren't doing this back then, just trying to pick those up and trying to address some things that, you know, never got answered in the story or, um, you know, just, you know, we think they might benefit, uh, talking about, 
Um, the first one that I, I had for this week, um, it was from episode, I think it was episode 17. Um, it was the one, it was the first one where uh, Leo and Tamiko were fighting in uh, against the, the Mavericks. So it was, you know, right around the you know, 16, 17 episodes, somewhere right around there. Um, and it just, yeah. I, I picked this one just because I, I saw like five or six variations of this comment. Um, and, and this one just kind of struck me as funny, but uh, it was by a user Stormy Frosty. And uh, the comment was, are we not going to mention how this girl wears hoops to fistfights? Yeah, she's she's a I badass. Like... What, what, what can I say? I mean... <laughs> No, that's that's. I think I yeah, think that's absolutely no, no fear. I, I kept seeing I kept seeing everyone talk about this on the comments, and um, to be honest, I think uh, I, we spoke about last time how I tend to draw characters with luscious hair. Um, another <laughs> yes. thing that I keep doing is I love putting earrings on people, and uh, I had a whole series in my sketchbook where I was just I was just giving all types of different types of earrings to. Um, not only to people, like to, to characters, but also like animals that I was drawing. Um, <laughs> nice. Like I was drawing this whole like series of animals mixed with fashion. And so I was like, oh, what what's a cool way to like also, I don't know, show a little bit more of that like alternative or urban vibe. And so I just started sticking like all kinds of hoops and and earrings on, on all the characters. So with because of that, like I, I've always loved drawing. I mean, Leo has earrings that no one's mentioned. But uh, you know, I don't think I've ever noticed. Uh, he fights with series. those, so I don't know that I've ever noticed. Yeah, he's that. got like little black. Yeah, I mean they're they're like little studs. Oh, okay, um, okay, maybe, kind maybe, of like the ones that I have. Like yeah, almost like grommets or kind of a little maybe. And to be funny, to, to be honest, I there's a couple of panels where I forget to draw it in, and when I go back, I'm like, oh my god, like how do I forget? <laughs> you know, like, but it, it's just a lot to like, and and that happens to me too with like. Some other, I mean, there's continue drawing um, continuities is really hard. And to remember, like, to include every single aspect of every single character design sometimes, like, because of the rush, like, you forget. And there's been scenes where I'm like, oh, I totally forgot to give uh, Mikhail his scar, or I forgot to put earrings on Leo. But, but yeah, so, I mean, to go back to the point, um, Tomiko with her earrings, I, I just thought, like, it looked cool. So. We're just going well, to mean, have a fight and, that way. but. And I think that, I don't know, I, I love that about it too, because one of the things that I do like about this, I mean, and we've talked about this a little bit before, there's a, a little bit of a cartoony aspect to the uh, the world of, of you know, Leo and, and the WFL. And I really like mm -hmm. that about it. And, it, it, and this, this series of comments made me think about a quote that I saw from Grant Morrison um, earlier, I mean, it was maybe two weeks ago. And uh, for those of you who aren't familiar, Grant Morrison is a comic book writer who uh, is famous for a lot of DC stuff. He did a really uh, great run on JLA. Um, one of my, I mean, he did Animal Man. Uh, he did Doom Patrol for a while. Um, one of my favorite things that he wrote was uh, the Arkham Asylum graphic novel with uh, Dave McKean. But anyway, uh, the, the quote that he said was, um, and I'm, I'm paraphrasing here, but it was like, Something along the lines of adults always want to know and argue about who uh, who puts gas in the Batmobile, and the answer is nobody. It's fiction. You know, just roll with it. <laughs> 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 it 
And I, and I thought yeah. that was great. That's it's like, good. you know, we That's don't need, good. you know, this is for fun. It's entertainment, right? You yeah. know, and it's like, you know, if she wants to fight with earrings, she can fight with earrings because she looks good doing it. Yeah. You know? you know, sometimes I feel like I, I read some comments where they're like really picking out like minute, minute details or whatever. And I, I'm just like, well, how do you feel about the story? How do you feel about the characters? How do you feel about like, like, right. know, sometimes I feel like maybe just focusing on these small little things. I mean, well, I mean, on the one hand, you know, it's cool that they're paying that much attention. You know, I mean, it's kind of like, yeah, to me, it's, it's kind of sure. like the guys back. I mean, it still happens to a degree, I guess now. But I mean, I remember back um, before the Internet when there was like all these discussions about, you know, oh, man, you know, did you see in, in the, uh, the very first Star Wars where there's that, that uh, stormtrooper who hits his head on the, the door and, or there was <laughs> yeah. the, you know, the guy who's carrying the blender. And it was like, you know, all these little Easter eggs or, you know, like in. in one scene Han's wearing a vest and then the next scene he's not wearing the vest, you know, and like all these little continuity errors, right? And it's, on the one hand, it, it really speaks to the level of detail that fans are paying, you know, or level of attention to yeah. detail that, that the fans are paying, which is awesome. I mean, it, I think uh -huh. that's really cool, but, but at the same time, I, I totally agree with you. I think it's, it's you know, it's, it's fun to notice those things and to point them out, but it depends on what the spirit that you're pointing out in is, you know what yeah. I mean? But, but I mean, everything that I saw as far as these, I mean, it just to me, it, it seemed more like they were just kind of having fun with it and being like, what is this? Yeah, yeah, thing I, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and I don't mind that. I definitely don't mind that. Um, it's, it's just uh, but it is funny sometimes when because there has been instances where they picked out like certain things and I'm like, um, it, it can be funny or sometimes it can be a little bit like the kind of like, uh, I don't know, like um, what's the word I'm looking for? <laughs> Like I, I'll be a little bit distraught because I'll, I'll keep thinking, oh, how did I miss that, or why did I, why did I not put that in there, or this and that. Uh, I see so what you're saying. I think it's right. more of a reflection on on how hard I am on myself. Right, um, right. But no, that makes that makes perfect sense, man. I mean, I know I know how that how that feels, and it's like I'll kind of do that too. Like, yeah, yeah, I, I totally know what you mean. But yeah, yeah. cool. Well, all right. Um, did you have any comments that you want to bring up this week? Stuff. I've got yeah, one more. So um, go for it. Uh, I'll, I'll go with one of mine. Um, so from episode 18, uh, it was uh, from the banished one. They said, anyone else stared at the panel when he revealed his abs for like five minutes? Um, we've had we've had a couple of uh, people <laughs> comment about the, my ability to draw abs, which I, I I'm like, cool. Like, that's awesome because I spent a lot of time on those abs. <laughs> So, sorry and they just yeah. uh, i don't know i don't know why that was funny to me but that was funny to me <laughs> so it's like yeah i've got rock hard tasty abs and i spent forever on them with a pin's yeah, i work out <laughs> I, work I work out on other people's abs <laughs> like all the fictional people right but that's yeah, good that's sorry, even I, better than that's, i am that's, you that's, know i mean that's that's good you know, i don't i don't even yeah. i don't even do that <laughs> so, <laughs> i try to get my ten thousand steps in a day man and that's you know if i get that i'm i'm lucky the, uh, yeah, golden. Well, I don't. I wouldn't say golden. <laughs> I would not say that. But uh, definitely, uh, I, I don't. I don't feel completely worthless at that point. You know. So. Yeah. But uh, no, I mean, so yeah, that's. Uh, I, I didn't. <laughs> I missed that comment, but I have seen a lot of uh, a lot of comments too about um, you know, like Tamiko and stuff like that too. You know, like you know, uh, so I mean, I, I do think you you do a really good job of. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Of that sort of thing, <laughs> physiology, yeah, yeah, yeah. anatomy. I mean, it's 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 good, man. It's like it's one of the things that I never, you know, because I used to draw a lot and I could never get that right. Like I I used to make fun of myself a lot because it's like I would have like the 
you know, legs that were three quarters of the page and then the body would be, you know, an inch and a half, you know, and it's like, this is, yeah, yeah, this doesn't make sense, right? People okay. don't look yeah. like this. So, but uh, maybe I was reading too much uh, Rob Liefeld stuff at the time. I don't know, maybe so, but. Yeah. But I don't know. I, I shouldn't say anything bad about him because he, uh, he, I, a lot of his stuff. I, I really enjoyed a lot of his stuff. But uh, and I haven't seen anything he's done in years. Really, honestly, he. Uh, mm-hmm. I've seen like you know, pages up on like Twitter or whatever, that, and it looks good. I mean, he looks. Like, but I did see something. Yeah. I don't know. Sorry, I don't know why I'm getting on this now. But um, one thing that I saw from him recently, it's this picture that he drew of Captain America. Have you seen this? Do you know what I'm talking about? Um, there's a famous one that's been. Like where he looks like on the internet. Yeah. Where it's like, he, it looks like he's like four people deep. I don't, you know what I mean? Like he's like, it's like Mm -hmm. a side shot, but he's like monstrously huge. Like it doesn't really, but like still muscular. I don't know. Like, I I don't. Oh yeah. Yeah. I think that's the one. I think that's the one. Yeah. Is that real profile shot of Captain America? Yeah. Yeah. It's real. Um, or at least I, I, as far as I know, but I, it's been doing the rounds on the internet for a long time yeah i mean it kind of seemed like the, the way it was presented it seemed like it was like an old joke that was kind of being brought back but i was like i don't I, yeah. I didn't really understand what was going on with it but i was like that what is this i'm like hopefully this was just like a joke picture you know what i mean like i don't know what what this but is hey you know i can i can relate sometimes deadlines they creep up on you you're tired if he drew this at like three in the morning maybe you know it's fair it's fair you know and i mean not yeah. not, not knocking him at all not knocking him at all i mean yeah. props to him he uh one of the things i, I like about him he, uh, i do follow him on twitter and he's he's very supportive of young talent and um yeah thanks rob yeah, awesome. <laughs> Just that move on <laughs> all right uh so i've got one more um and i just again this is one that there were lots of people this was in episode 20 um, and I just wanted to point out, it's not one specific comment, but lots and lots and lots of people pointed out that, uh, you had included the science crowbar from the bad guy. Yes. So, yes. And, uh, I just wanted to point that out that again, it's, you know, it, it, bad guys comes up pretty often. And while it is not the same world, there are Easter eggs that show up pretty often. So you do yeah. get rewarded for reading both. So. Exactly. Nice. But anyway, no, I just, yeah, I think. Yeah, I, I was just, I, the script literally had a crowbar in it, and what better way to do, you know, a little callback than, than to put that in there. So, right, no, it's, it's and it was very, it, it was very popular when we did it with the bad guys, like, so, it kind of like became its own character, which is hilarious because <laughs> you that's, you never expect a prop, to become right. you know so popular, but yeah. But you, I mean, and that goes to kind of, kind of show that you never know what, what people are going to like, um, react to, or, you know, kind of like grab hold of and, and kind of make part of the, the, the world, you know I mean? If that makes sense, you know what I mean? Like that it, you don't know what fans are going to, what, what they got to say that you don't know how fans are going to place importance on certain things or what things they will set. Man, yeah. I've tried yeah. like five different ways to say that and, and none of them were successful. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, I think y- yeah, you don't know what's gonna resonate with the fans. Right. Exactly. Yeah. That. See. Thanks, man. I knew that's that's why we work together. Sometimes I I words work in my head. <laughs> English is. Yeah. Yes. English. Yes. English. It's a mistake. I had a, an English professor once that said that uh, English is basically just one big mistake that we've been trying to uh, make sense of ever since the beginning, and 
<laughs> I tend to agree with that. It's like, yeah, you know, it's just a, it's kind of borrow and just take and just you know, let it grow into whatever it's going to grow into. So it's so confusing as a as as a as someone who learned it as a second language. Um, it's it's confusing as hell. It doesn't make sense. Like a lot of the rules that we have in Spanish, um, it, it kind of follows an order and there's a sense. But like in English, it's like. Oh, here's a rule, but here's an exception. Right. Here's a rule, but here's another exception. Right. And you're just like, I, I don't get it. Well, and I mean, every every rule has, you know, at least one exception, if not 70, you know, and it, it yeah. depends on which word you're using. And I mean, and we have so many words that are the exact same word, but mean can mean like the exact opposite at times, you know, it's like, it just yeah. depends on how you use it. You know? But yeah. No, that's, that's one of the fun things with my kids is I, I don't know, I've always, always, you know, I don't really know. Like, I, I like big words and I cannot lie. Right. I, I, I like, I like, I've always liked words. Yeah. And uh, so I try to, uh, you know, make sure they have a vocabulary. Right. And, but they'll, mm. and it's funny because Brandon, my son will come up to me times and he's like, you just said this. And I thought that word meant this. And it's like, Oh, okay. Well, I don't know. It's, 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 it's a fun, it's a fun parenting thing. So yeah. 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 Well, all right. Did you have any more comments that you want to talk about this week? Uh, no, I think that's it for me. That's it for this week. All right, cool. Well, uh, guys, uh, bear with us for just a minute. We'll be right back, and we're going to discuss how we stay productive and motivated while uh, creating Pound. Thanks for hanging with us, and uh, we're going to go ahead and get started on today's main topic, which is basically the way that we, uh, you know, tips and tricks and things that we do to keep ourselves productive and motivated. Um, won't you? Uh, won't you kick us off there? Yeah, cool. So, um, as a freelancer, um, when I first got into freelancing, I was having a hard time just maintaining a schedule, maintaining a structure to my day. Mostly because a lot of what I was getting, a lot of the information I was getting, if I had a client or, or whatever, I would just start writing notes in like a notebook or in, on post-its. And before I knew it, like by the end of the week, my desk would be just filled with post-its or filled with a bunch of papers. And I'm trying to think back, oh, that meeting that I had, where did I write that? Like, where is it? And I was just all kinds of all kinds of a mess. So um I just started, I started getting frustrated and, and kind of looking for some more, a little bit more of a structure um, to my workday and, and my, my business. And I actually found a, a thing called a bullet journal, journaling. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with it, but uh, so it was, oh, yeah, uh, it's I, I this method, uh, you can look like it up that, online. Yeah. Go ahead, sorry. Yeah, so um, you can look it up online. It has its own website and there's like a book uh, done by the guy who invented it. Um, and basically, uh, he, he's an art director or, yeah, I think he was working as an art director at the time that he came up with this idea. Uh, and it was just, he, f he thought that his notebooks were just too cluttered and, and uh, 
with with all the, his ideas so he wanted to find a way to structure it so basically like the way the bullet notebook works is that you kind of um you kind of set up everything as bullet points so you divide your day into bullet points but they're it's, it's hard to like exp explain it to you audio in, in audio instead of visually but like the way that it works is that based off of like different uh, symbols that you can use, you can um, you can post down things as they're ha as they're occurring really quick on 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 like a daily uh, basis, right? But at the beginning of the bullet journal, you have your what's called an index page, and so what you're supposed to do is you're supposed to write the page number throughout the whole notebook, and then in the index page, you you start catalog categorizing or indexing um, all your information that you start inputting. So for example, one, page one through 10 is, is the first week of October. So in the index, you would write October and then start writing all the page numbers that correspond with it. Okay. And then you can break it down into different categories as you start filling in your bullet journal. Like let's say after the first week of October, I write down a whole list of uh, meeting with Tony for uh, scripts with pound. So then that goes into my index as you know, meetings on pound, page, whatever, 11, let's say. Right. So as, as you go through your days, you start organizing all your ideas and all your information into one place that can easily be accessed in the future. Like, let's say uh, it's next year or whatever, and I'm like, oh, I remember that meeting that I had with Tony. I can always go back to my index find the exact page and everything's uh, listed in order as it occurred. So I, it, it's a good way to organize everything. But it, I also one of the things that I've found really beneficial is that it helps me for as far as like accountability, because I can look back through months or weeks and really look through and see, okay, how much was I able to accomplish that week? Or how much was I able to get done that month? And then I can compare it and kind of strategize for the future. So Ever since I started my bullet journaling, like it's been just amazing experience. And um, I've had a lot of people because another thing that occurs with bullet journaling is that a lot of blogs and and like YouTube videos, they tend to focus more on the aesthetic of the bullet journal. So you have all these people spending a lot of time on all their symbols and all their design elements within their journal, but they're not actually using the journal productively because the, the whole point of the journal is to really release everything that you have in your head and jot it down and have it somewhere quick that you can organize it and you can uh, access it at a later time. So I think that's one of the things that, um, that I've strived to do with my bullet journal is that I set up a, a, a way to do it so that I can input it really quick, not, not think too much about it, not try to like get fancy and design and then just kind of have everything organized. And the only part where I actually devote a little bit more time to is that every month I do like a little cover page where I'll, I'll bust out a quick, you know, 15 minute sketch or 30 minute sketch that I'll do as like my cover quote unquote for the month. And, um, and so I, I do that to kind of like, I don't know, just to make it pretty, I guess, whatever. But um, in general, I try to, yeah, in general, I try to, keep it more productive, like more practical. Right. Um, and it's, yeah, I couldn't recommend them more. No, it sounds cool. I, I'll have to look into that. Cause now that, that like when you said bullet journaling, I was thinking of something else, but that, that sounds like a pretty, uh, pretty effective uh, method of organization. And I, I mean, I, I feel like I could probably use that in a lot of different ways. 
I pretty much live and die by um, calendar events, and um, I keep like notes. Like I have like a couple of files that I'll use to like if you know, for example, if um, like I, I have a pound document that on Google Docs that I can access on you know any of my devices. I can get to get to them from anywhere, and if I ever have an idea, <clears throat> I'll just jump into that and pop it down in there. And then for um, you know projects and appointments and stuff like that, I just if it's not this is something I started doing back when I taught drum lessons uh, for, I did that for a really long time and I was really good at keeping up with my schedule when I had like five students. But when I got up to where I had like 50 mm -hmm. students, it was really hard to keep track of like, okay, who is when and where is what, you know, what am I supposed to be doing? So I got to the point to where I just used my phone and my calendar on that and put everything in there. And I have just kind of carried over from there. That's like, as soon as I find out something that I have to do, you know, I put, I'll put in, this is the day that it absolutely has to be done by, but then I'll set myself reminders periodically, you know, like a week ahead of time or whatever, just to kind of keep myself on, on, on task. But, and this is all through your, your like calendar. Yeah. Or? I just do it through, um, oh. you know, if I'm at work, you know, I, I do, do different ones. So if I'm at work, I use the, um, you know, the Microsoft, the one that's built into Outlook. Um, but uh, for me personally, I just do it with my, uh, my Apple calendar that's built into the phone. Um, yeah. and I mean, cause you can go in and set custom reminders and stuff like that. You can add multiple reminders and that, uh, that helps me a lot because it just, it, I don't know, it keeps me, it's, you know, I'm, I'm not one of these people that I'm like constantly with my phone, but I always have my phone. If that makes sense. Like I'm not mm -hmm. staring at it all the time, but I have it. I stare at it probably more than I should, but. Um, I, I always have it with me. Like I, I kind of, I used to be a, a, like an avid, avid smoker. And one of the things that I loved about smoking cigarettes was all the paraphernalia, you know, like carrying around the box of cigarettes and the lighter. I just liked having the shit to keep <laughs> up with. I don't know yeah. why it was OCD in a weird way, I guess. But, um, yeah. but luckily the smartphone has become that thing that I now have to keep up with. So it's kind of allowed, you know, mm. I get to scratch that same weird OCD itch, but in a slightly healthier way, I guess. But, yeah. um, but yeah, so I mean, since I always have it there with me, it, it you know, it acts as a constant reminder of, of you know, hey man, you got to do this shit. There's stuff you got to do. Hey, hey, did you do this thing? You need to do this thing, you know. So, but uh, that's for me. That's that's pretty much the, the end all be all for me. And I mean, it, it. I I would argue that I could be more organized um, as far as like, you know, keeping keeping on top of things, but. Uh, but I, I think also, um, I think that's the thing that a lot of people, so, cause I, I've had a lot of friends tell me, oh yeah, I started the bullet journaling, but I fell off one day or two days and I just gave up on it. Or, um, or I've heard the same thing about other uh, methods for organization where people are like, oh yeah, I started doing this new method that I found, but I, I stopped because I forgot. I think that's the thing. Like, um, we're, we're always like, I think that's a myth that you can ever get to a point where you're always organized like you're gonna you're gonna have like ups and downs with it and like there's a there's times where like for like a whole week i won't touch my bullet journal and i'm i'm like oh crap like no wonder i've had it like a horrible week i haven't been organizing my ideas i haven't really been planning my things right. so i think that's the thing is like you just, you just gotta kind of be be gentle with yourself in a sense and um and just kind of be like okay yeah well i haven't been organ i haven't been organized as, as well as i could be let me jump back on and and start again like just that constant battle because like 
there's going to be times where life gets in the way and right. before you know it, you're like, oh. No, it's a constant ebb and flow. And like you're saying, you've got to be, you've got to be willing to take the times when you're not as organized, right? It's, it's, it's going to happen. And you got to just, like you said, be gentle with yourself and not, you know, do what you can to get yourself back on track, but don't be too hard on yourself. You know I mean? It's, I think it's easy to fall into, Oh, you know, I haven't done this for a week. It's, it's over. I'm done. There's no point in trying anymore, which which is, (laughs) you know, not true at all. You know I mean? It's all about, um, well, and I mean, one of the things too that I kind of feel about it too is that it's it's you know it's a form of discipline, you know, and I, th- I think that to be successful in any kind of art form, whether it's you know illustration, writing, music, you know, name it, whatever. I mean, hell, even if you're, I mean, even if you're not talking about art, I mean, it could be any skill that you're talking about. The key is consistency. You know, it's exactly. do it every day, even if you know it's better to do it for 15 minutes every day than it is to do it one day a week for seven hours because exactly. it, it's just, it's that little tiny baby steps every day that keep you on that, that, that path. And it's, you know, and it's, it's easy to think, well, I missed two days. So I'm screwed. It's over. I'm done. Yeah. You know, but no, you know, you can just pick it back up and just go again. You know I mean? That's just how it works, you know? And it's, it's, you know, I guess the idea is don't be too fatalistic in, in any of it. And if you want to do it, do it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. What about yeah. Uh, what about motivation? So like uh, you talk about productivity, but what uh, when you're when you're not feeling motivated, you know, because that happens too. You know, you, you have days where it's like, God, I bet I don't, you know, I don't want to do anything that has anything to do with art. You know, what what do you do in those days to stay motivated? Yeah. yeah so um, as far as like motivation goes, I think to me, one of the things that I miss about art school is uh, just being exposed to so many artists and to be working with so many artists around me. And so the way I've tried to kind of like, I've realized that as a freelancer, since I'm just in my studio by myself, I'm like, man, this is this is kind of like draining me. Like, um, I try to stay motivated in, in two ways. I tried to, in my mind, in like my make-believe world, <laughs> I... I make believe that I'm in the same studio as a lot of the artists that I follow on Instagram and, and other social media. Right. So I try to have, I try to like nurture that same feeling that I used to have when I went to art school and I would show up to a class and I would see a partner or a classmate of mine with like dope work, like just killing it and just remembering how it felt like to walk in and be like, Oh my God, that's amazing. Like I want to do something amazing as well. And kind of use that as a motivation. So I try to think of it like that as, as well with um, with some of my favorite artists. And so what I try to do is just like, definitely I'll, I'll scroll through my timeline on Instagram, but I think that's kind of like dangerous because it can lead you through rabbit holes of crap that's going to get you distracted. Right. So what I try to do is actually, like I know which ones are my favorite artists, so I go directly to their pages and I just kind of scroll through their work. And then I'll, I'll, I'll take it in and go through another and, and take it in that type of way. Um, that's like a small little way that I, I, I find motivation, um, as far as like externally. And then the other way that I, I, I have been trying to maintain is, um, I've tried to find groups locally where, uh, people meet up for, um, I've been doing either like drink and draws or sketch groups or, um, even comic book collectives. And, um, so like. Uh, yeah, the way that I've been doing is try to devote like at least one one day out of the, the month to go to one of these events um, 
just to be exposed to other artists physically because I feel like there's only so much you can do with all the inspiration you get online. Right. But there's just something different about like that personal touch of being able to meet with another artist and, and physically share your sketchbooks or talk about, you know, whatever, like um, whatever it is that that's been motivating them or, or whatever challenges they see and, and things like that. So I think um, that's been very powerful for me as well. Like just be, get, get within um, my community and, and kind of like try to build community too, because um, I think that's very, it's a very We're social animals, community. right? Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, yeah, we're we're yeah. social animals, and it's 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 human interaction that that you know kind of you know that that I think really um, it's the word I'm looking for. Kind of I don't want to use the word motivates, but <laughs> it kind of you know pushes <laughs> us to create things, and it, it you know pushes us outside of our, our comfort zone and, and gives us ideas. And I mean that that I do that a lot too. Like if I'm feeling uh, particularly unmotivated. Um, I can though, and I don't. I don't know if it's inspiration or motivation. I, cause I, was, I was kind of going back and forth on that because I was like a lot of times when I was thinking of well, you know what motivates me is, you know, this song or this this you know this story that I've read or whatever. And I'm like, well, no, no, that's more inspiration. It's not really motivation. And I, you know, I, I don't really know what motivates me, except that when I don't create, and I mean, I don't, I don't. I mean, I try to write every day, but some days I. And I do, I do think I, you know, on some level write at least a little bit every day, but there are certain days where, you know, if I've been playing drums or whatever, or I've been working on a song or whatever like that, then I might not put as much time into writing. Right. But I mm. still did something creative. And I, I, if I don't do something creative every day, I start to feel really just gross inside. I don't really know how else mm. to say that. So it's like, I know that about myself and I've done like, I've, I've fought it long enough that if I don't, and I guess it's like a form of depression in a way, I don't know, but it's like, yeah. if I'm not constantly creating there, I just have this, like, I don't know. I don't know if you're the same way or if you can, like, if you know what I'm talking about, but it's like, I just feel this oh, constant yeah. need to create. Right. And if I don't do it, then yeah. it's like, I feel almost guilty. Like, why well, didn't I oh, waste it today? Today was a waste. And, and that's not always true. I mean, sometimes what you have to do is take the day off from the creating and go and live life, you know, go, go, mm. go, for an urban hike or, you know, or a, a, a non-urban hike, you know, go out to the mountains or wherever, go do something. But, um, but yeah, I don't know. I, it's like, as far as motivation goes, I, I don't know. Like I, I, I definitely have days where I am more excited about working. Um, but that's kind of a tough one. I don't know. I don't really know how, how to, to, I guess I, I just realized that maybe what I defined was more inspiration than motivation, but, um, but it's, I mean, there's a fine line there though, right? I mean, because yeah. a lot of times what what motivates me is inspiration. You know, I mean, like yeah. something inspires me. I think, yeah, I think for me, definitely um, my, my motivation is, uh, is just thinking back on my goals. Like, I think that definitely is, is one of my key drives where if I am having a, a crappy day, and I just, I just been like not producing at the rate, the rate that I want to, or not enjoying the drawings that I, I, I do. I, I tend to look back. Um, and it's actually, it's funny enough. I just, I just did this, did it this week. Um, I actually, as cheesy as it sounds, I created a, a vision board. Um, so I know that's like, 
really like uh whatever <laughs> or whatever the word is um right but so i was thinking okay like i'm, I'm gonna do a vision board because i just kind of want to keep this idea of wait why am i doing this like for the days where i'm like up at midnight or past midnight working on 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 an episode i'm like why am i doing this and um so what i did was i just i went into photoshop and i collaged i did like a little collage of of, of my favorite artists and of like kind of, to kind of put like where i want to be with my art but then i also put like things that i want in my life and my goals you know like in general like right. like i would love to have you know an ex a, a studio outside of my house like that's that would be an amazing thing um to be able to have like a different place of work outside of the house so like whatever so like basically i did this collage and i actually saved it as a jpeg and what i've done this week um is that i tend to have like i don't know how many different programs open at a time on my computer and so i'm constantly uh hitting the command tab right in on on apple to like scroll through all these different applications and so what i've been doing is that i'll, I'll just open up the um, my vision board or whatever and just leave it open in a different window and as i'm scrolling through applications i end up seeing it by by chance throughout the day all right. so like i'm not really like going in and looking at it and spending all this time but it's just flashing by my eyes throughout the day and i think that like that's actually uh helped me this week to be like a little bit more motivated to be like okay yeah like this is these are my goals this is why i'm doing this this is why i'm i'm striving that's to, not a bad idea no i mean I, I like that because it's almost like a subliminal you know kind of you know you're not like you're saying you're not really focusing on it but every time you, you see it it just kind of puts the plants that seed yeah. you know I, I like that that's a good idea i mean yeah i just sure. i didn't want to like yeah i didn't want to like print it out and and post somewhere because i mean that's what they tell you to do like they're like oh you should put it somewhere where you can see it so that it's visible but i just kind of like the idea of since i'm already looking at my computer so much right. I might as well have it up there no exactly and i mean and that's i do that on a lot uh, you know I, I switch back and forth between apple and uh at work i use uh, windows machines and so i do the yeah you know, i'm a, do that all the time you know so I, yeah. i'm right there with you man so, well right on i uh I think it's time to to do the uh, what we're into this week yeah okay. uh i think i kind of stole your thunder last week by stealing your your, your comic so i'm gonna let you go first today so that I, I don't have that chance again um yeah see uh because you stole my comic last week <laughs> this week I didn't even bring a comic. Oh, um, that's what I get. Yeah. 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 So I, I actually, uh, this week I actually don't have a, a comic to recommend, but I do have an amazing channel on YouTube that just, uh, that just got started. Um, it's by Francis Manapal and, uh, he's, a the, um, he's the artist. He was the long, long time artist on flash for uh, DC comics and, I don't know what book he's specifically doing now, but he's been doing covers for DC, like on all their events that they've been having. So, I mean, I, I'm sure if you don't know him by name, you've seen his work. He actually um, just opened up a YouTube channel or opened up. I just started a YouTube <laughs> channel about um, his process. And it's it's only, he's only put up one, one episode, but uh, it's amazing. Uh, I think he's got, um, and on his Instagram, he's been sharing like his process every Thursday. And so he'll have like 
uh, he'll break it down really into every little step and also uh, give tips and tricks throughout. And so he's been doing this for a while on Instagram every Thursday, just doing a long post where he like explains everything. But he just turned this into an actual uh, channel on YouTube. And so he's doing the same thing where he's um, he's basically spending um, his the time on every Thursday uh, kind of just breaking down or, or giving you tips and tricks on how to improve your art. So I think definitely go check it out, subscribe, because it's going to be uh, like an amazing uh, experience. I think he's got so much knowledge. Uh, he's such an amazing illustrator. And to be able to have that, you know, for free because it's on YouTube, like I think it's, no, it's, it's, awesome. a, it's a great, great idea. I mean, I love it when, uh, when, when, you know, working professionals like that are able to kind of share their knowledge and, and you know, increase the, uh, you know, the body of knowledge for everybody that's doing it. That's, that's awesome. Uh, make sure you give me the link to that and I'll, I'll share that in the show notes so that uh, it'll be yeah. easy for everybody to get to. So, and I, plus I want to check it out myself. So. Yeah. Cool. Um, well, this week I do actually have a comic, um, and because I am who I am, it is a Spider-Man comic, um, and it's actually a graphic novel called Family Business. It was written by Mark Wade and James Robinson, with art by, um, I'm probably going to butcher names here, and I, I do apologize, but it's uh, Gabrielle Delotto and Werther Delvedera. Um, and it's, uh, won't go into real great detail about it, but it's, um, Know, it's a one-shot graphic novel um, where um, it's it's really neat because the, the basic gist of it is that um, uh, I, I don't know I won't go too deep into it but basically the, the idea of it is that uh, it, it's almost like it's almost like Spider-Man meets James Bond I guess is how I would kind of describe Ooh. it it's like a real kind of like spy but I'll be, you know but like kind of like Casino Royale like Daniel Craig era of James Bond you know like Jason Bourne movies yeah. and stuff like that but the art in it is just amazing it's like everything is uh, painting I mean it's all like uh, kind of like Alex Ross type stuff and it's just it's beautiful artwork and it's it's a fantastic story too I really really enjoyed that one um, so if you're looking for uh, another Spider-Man story um, that's that's a good one so <laughs> that's that's you know apparently all I read is Spider-Man which that's not true this is gonna turn in this is gonna turn into a Spider-Man podcast man I'm, I, you know I would I I'm okay with that. I mean, if you want to do that, let's be sure, you know, <laughs> uh, it's, uh, uh, I'm branching out, man. I'm reading other stuff, you know, it's, it's happening. Yeah. So it's just, no, no, it's, those, uh, those just seem to be the things that I kind of glom onto right now, but, but all right, man. Um, is that, I think yeah, that's about all I've got for this week. What about you? Yeah, that's it. All that's right. it for me. Well guys, uh, thanks again to everybody for listening. Uh, next time on Poundcast podcast, the Pound Podcast. I don't even know what the hell this thing's called anymore, man. Um, but the next time, I think we're, we're going to spend some time uh, doing some stuff behind the scenes uh, discussion about episode one of season two, which is going to be out uh, you know, by the time of this, oh, what, three days? Yeah. 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 yeah it's going to be awesome. Yeah. So. Um, and then we'll uh, we, we you know we'll talk about a few other things too. So, but uh, in the meantime, uh, you can still check out season one of Pound on Webtoons. And you can connect with Orlando, Orlando and I on Twitter and Instagram. Um, I am at Antricar on Twitter. And I am at 
Orlando Caicedo on Instagram. That's Orlando C A I C E D O. Awesome. And uh, also check out uh, ocaicedo.com and uh, tonycarnowski.com for a full list of our projects. Uh, and I will provide links for those as well as the uh, YouTube um, channel that Orlando talked about earlier in the show notes. Uh, but for now, uh, thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.